You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. To hear the rest of this week's show, exclusive episodes, and more, subscribe today at patreon.com slash podcast or clockradiospeakers.com. But uh, yeah, welcome everybody to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your co-host, uh, Armand. You can follow me on Twitter at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, please, 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 please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast. Uh, we are also that on Instagram, Facebook.com slash Clock Radio Speakers. Our previous 300, almost 400 some odd episodes are available on uh, ClockRadioSpeakers.com. No longer powered by Tumblr, um, but they're available everywhere you get podcasts, except for you know where and you know why. And Doc is in the building. Yes, sir. Because you can see us now, kind of. I'm sorry, you caught me making last minute adjustments. Oh, no. No, you're uh, good. Uh, yeah, what's going on, everybody? Uh, follow me on Twitter if you want, at Doc underscore Beats, S not a Z. Same on Instagram. Or like Armand said, just follow the show. For all things, go to clockreadyspeakers.com. Follow us at CRS Podcast. And hopefully, uh, if you haven't already done so, you hear, this, you hear this little snippet or whatever part we put out and you say to yourselves, this is a show I want to support. You go to patreon.com slash CRS podcast where we are putting more and more and more content. So yeah, man. Big facts. As, as the youth say. As the youth say. So is there anything that we need to talk about before we get right to what we need to get to? I mean, we we, we talked a little bit about some things on, on the Patreon exclusive pre-show, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about Cardi mm-hmm. single start going off in all sorts of other directions anything yeah. else is there anything else going on all right we got an old man bag about covid yeah um no not really i mean you know coming to america 2 is coming out oh the sound oh they're coming out with a soundtrack oh hold on the, the coming to america soundtrack just hold on before you look it up you did you already look it up no okay take a guess of who is uh what record label is putting the soundtrack out just take a guess def jam man you're good. Yeah. You're good. Because Rick Ross is on the soundtrack, I bet. Okay, so the first single is by somebody named Bobby Sessions and Megan Thee Stallion. The song is called I'm a King. Mm. Bobby uh, Sessions. This is Bobby That's Sessions. That's not a real... Just... <laughs> it just sounds like, like yeah, you're a, you write songs for other people. Doesn't say who else is on the soundtrack. Mm. Just says, just here's the single that comes out. Oh, so uh, Bobby Sessions uh, co-wrote Savage. There you go. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. So Def Jam <laughs> was like, here's the deal. Yep. We'll get you uh, a look on the first single of the Coming to America soundtrack. Yeah, I can't find a track list yet, but I don't know. It just felt like Def Jam would do that. You know, didn't Def Jam put out the, uh, the Nutty Professor soundtrack? They did. I was going to say. 1996, I don't know if it's peak soundtrack, but it's definitely in that peak. Soundtr- it's in, it's in mean, the era. Soundtracks, they don't really mean much anything anymore, but they were a really good way, obviously. like but I, It was funny because I was listening to a number of them, right? And it's like you can very clearly see like some of it is whatever label or crew was responsible for the soundtrack. They had to get some of their like new people some shine, you know? Mm-hmm. So Def Jam always wanted to do soundtracks because they had Def Jam and they had just started Def Soul for their R&B people, uh, right? Yes. So like yes. they need to give Case the Foxy Brown hookup, yep. right? Yep. You know, they need to get, they're going to like, oh, since we're Def Jam, we can pair Montel Jordan with Slick Rick, yep. right? Like they can do all that kind of stuff. But then you all, you know, they're also basically going to all these like different like big name artists. And sometimes 
you know, you look out and you get like a little sneak preview of something that's coming for the next project, right? Like Winter Wars yep. ends up on the Don't Be a Menace soundtrack. Yeah. But sometimes you get like, oh, this is the, this didn't make the cut. You know what I mean? Like this oh, is just sure. kind of like the throwaway stuff. For um, sure. And I felt like uh, Almighty RSO had to be in there some way because, you know, they had to pay the source <laughs> off. <laughs> Look at all these soundtracks that came out in 96. They got a list? It would, because what would happen is sometimes it would be that, but sometimes you would have the one single that maybe the label had and then the rest would just be stuff. Mm. It wouldn't be good at all. So, like, let's look at the Eddie soundtrack. Okay. You remember, you remember Eddie with... Uh, I think so. Where, where Whoopi Goldberg was the coach of the New York Knicks. Okay, I do. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, it's all the way live? Yeah. Okay, okay. That's the single. Now, I'm, I'm looking at the soundtrack, and I see that, uh, well, first of all, shout Sporty, or no, that's 40 Thieves, not Sporty Thieves. Um, I see Luke Scard is on, on here. That's a record that we'll be talking about a little later. But it's clearly a bunch of who, who and what. I mean, oh, Tell Drew Hill, tell me is on here for whatever reason. <laughs> who who does this soundtrack? Holly, okay, Island. There it is, Island Def Jam. So there there you go. Um, but sometimes that would happen too. But if you have a okay, so soundtracks from '96: Eddie, Bulletproof, Scream, uh, Independence Day, Set It Off, uh, Space Jam, Space Jam, High School High, uh, yeah, um, Nutty Professor. Uh, see what else? Anything else? You said set it off. I did say set it off. I'm still looking. I mean, not hip hop, but that thing you do. <laughs> I know that's your favorite movie. N- I've never seen. You've never seen that thing life. you do? Never. Come on, man. Never. That's '90s Hanks. You gotta watch that thing you do. Uh, nah, I haven't seen it. Sunset Park. That's the other one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sunset Park. We'll be talking about that a little later too. Um. So today's show. We are going to be doing a definitive 15 on a year that many consider is the greatest year in hip hop mm. history. Mm. Mm. Many people look at, honestly, when I hear people talk about great years in hip hop, yeah. two years immediately come out of people's mouths. Yeah. 1988, mm-hmm. 1996. Yeah. So today we're going to do a definitive 15. We're going to attempt to do a definitive 15 on 1996. On 1996. Yeah. We have, a, we have a new rule this time for those of you who've heard our previous <laughs> Definitive 15s. So we learned from, from the 2001 Definitive 15. I, I don't even, we haven't put that out. We put that out yet? I can't remember. No, nah, we didn't put it. Uh, yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So the, the 2001 Definitive 15 was, uh, we, we learned our lesson the hard way that uh, once R&B and hip hop started merging together, mm-hmm. uh, if you try to include R&B records, it becomes ridiculous. And then you have the other problem, which is, well, some artists have huge years and how can you leave them off? And there's a couple artists on here where I can't believe we're not giving them multiple songs, but we made a rule this time. We're going to try it out. One song per artist. I should have texted you. Oh no. (laughs) And offered one. No, no, no. Offered one piece of context. Uh huh. The same artist can have multiple songs in our honorable mentions. Oh, oh, yeah, that's not really a problem. I, okay. I, I abandoned after the fifteen. I abandoned ship. Okay, cool. Shout out to Buster Rhymes. Yeah, I was gonna see what I did there. About. See what I did there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So only one song, and for me, because yeah. my two thousand one list, I did two definitive fifteens. Mm. With this one, I said no. 
No, Armand. <laughs> you're going to do one. One. And you're and my goal was to represent as much of what was going on in 1996 as humanly possible mm. in my 15. Sure. So there are certain as my kids are getting older and my son in particular. No, both of them are. They're asking lots of questions about music the years that I grew up. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for you to have when when he asked me about Nas this summer, I wasn't going to go play. I gave you power for him. Not off the bat. Not off the bat. That's not I, that's not song one. That's not song one. I started. I, I eased him in. I played him. I can. And then if he liked that, that's right. an easy. That's an easy song to get into for an 11 year old. Sure. And then as he was like, oh, then you play him if I ruled the world. Then sure. you play, you know, I gave you powers maybe like track six. Like, hey, have you ever heard a story? You ever heard a rapper tell right. a story before? This is a really interesting story. Um, so my list is definitely like if we were to put this and it's, mm. this changes every time. If I was to put all this stuff in like a treasure chest and bury it deep in, in, the, in yeah. the sand, what time capsule? Mm hmm. What would I want my kids to know about 1996? And my list represents that mm, for sure. Okay. It includes songs that I don't necessarily like, but made the year what it was. Okay. I'm curious to see, see where this goes. Yeah. So it's hip hop and R&B because oh, that was really hard. I thought we weren't doing R&B. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, we're doing R&B. All right. My list might. Okay. We're going to figure this out. All right. Okay. So from now on, <laughs> R&B, hip hop and R&B is oh, always man. a go. One list, one song per artist. Honorable mentions, anything goes. Shout the Razzcast. Another artist we'll be talking about a little later. I mean, sort of. <laughs> one artist we'll be mentioning. Sorry, I'm quickly rattling off all the R&B <laughs> records. Oh, shoot. Because 96 is, for me, 96 is, uh, that's, that's eighth grade dance time. This for is sure. peak slow jam. For sure. For yeah. that. It was, you know, yeah. a, lot, a lot of records here. For sure. Um, okay. So while you're doing that, yeah. you just want to, you just want to, you just want to get into it? I mean, oh my God. Well, so now <laughs> I feel like my list is not, is not, is not good. So uh, I don't really know do what you, to do. Do you, okay? Do you want me to start? Yeah. So you could start, and then we're just gonna maybe try to figure this out as we go. All right. So I'll do a hip hop record, um, just so you can. I'm good. You know, I'm good. I think I've got okay. most of the ones I would include. I think. Okay. Well, I'll I, just go down. Yeah. I can move okay. pretty quickly. Okay. I'll go down my list. It, it, I won't. I won't do a hip hop record then. So this song, and I got now. You got me nervous too because. I was definitely including songs, songs that I absolutely was certain were going to be on my list. I looked okay. and saw, oh man, that's not a single until 1997. That's the I other mean, thing. Th that 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 tripped me up once or twice. But then the mm -hmm. revert, the, the opposite, I was like, oh, albums released late 95 with singles in 96. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was a little harder for me to track. I'm mm. not going to lie. Yeah. That's there's there's one in particular that I wanted to double check on, and that's got to okay. be on the list. So let's okay. try to let's try to make this work. Okay. All right. So first song, first time you hear this song, I feel like this has been on a definitive fifteen before. Have we done one on Timbaland? We have, right? Yes. Okay. First time I heard this song, my response was, "What the heck is this?" Right. Um, I don't know what kind of noises Timbaland was doing. It sounds like somebody's belching. 
mm-hmm. and he just threw drums over it. Yeah. Um, and it's a it's a classic. I mean, you want to talk about songs they weren't playing at eighth grade dances. <laughs> oh, they played this at the eighth grade dance. Oh, for wow. Sure. They didn't they didn't play this for us. Um, they should have, though. Um, and it is a genuine pony. You're uh, they didn't they didn't let y'all um, like put in requests. No, we would. any. Of course, I would. I want them to play B-sides. I <laughs> I definitely, definitely force them to play the, the Primo remix of Lady at my... <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, that... That's peak, that's peak doc right there. That's peak doc. So, yeah, Genuine Pony. Uh, when does that come out? That comes out... I want to say August of 90s. It's right in that. Yes. August 20th, 1996, according to Wikipedia. Um, we still need to make a... We still need to make a bingo board. Mm. Wiki- yeah. Wikipedia is on it. Yeah. No, Pony is, I mean, Pony's incredible. Um, yep. If I were making a combined list, I think that's got to go on there. But I think there's, you're going to run into a problem because there's so much to do in, um, it's so much to talk about in 96. How many mm-hmm. slots can you give Tim? I gave him one more. Okay. That's, that's, that's I mean, considering everything else on the board, I hear you, but that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, but the other song that I give her, hold on, the other song, sorry, her, the other song that I give him, uh-huh. he, he needed to have. Yeah. It needed to be there. So, okay. All right, cool. Yep. I'm good. I'm good with that. So Pony's absolutely on my list. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be on my combined list. I think you're not, you're not adding, you're not, add, are you adding that? I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do this in real time. I think I can. Yeah. All right. Give me like two seconds here okay so i gotta remove some people are getting bumped down to the list sorry y'all yeah you know my my honorable mentions are so crazy oh yeah my honorable mentions are like there there are songs i'm like yo i'm really putting this as an honorable mention yeah it's they're, uh, ama- they're amazing songs but i'm like ah it's not particularly in r&b honestly R&B in 96 is ridiculous. So, I don't know. You want me to do another one? Uh, Yeah, do another one. Okay. All right. Second one on my list. Ah, another R&B song. Um, timeless. Um, hilarious. Hmm. Um, thought this song actually came out in like 94, 95, but upon research, it came out in 96. Hmm. Um, if you don't know all the words to this song, even mumbling through the verse because he's incoherent at certain parts. But if you at least don't know the bridge and the hook, there's something wrong with you. And that's uh, Mark Morrison, Return of the Mac. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that's on my list. It's got to at least be an honorable mention. I mean, it should have been. I'm adding it right now. <laughs> you know, that's I, a... That's a right, sorry, go ahead. You were saying? No, you got it. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's a song that feels... Older than 96. Exactly. Exactly. For sure. I could have swore it was 94 and I, I stumbled upon a 96 playlist and it was on there. I did research and I was like, oh my God, this came out in 96. I could have swore that it came out in 94, 95. Okay. I'm good. My list is good now. I just had okay. to add a couple. I got a lot of R&B honorable mentions, but we're good. I think I'm For comfortable sure. with this. Return okay. of the Mac. Man, who produced that? I don't really know much about that song. Probably Mark Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah, he did. See? <laughs> <laughs> see? Oh, man. Yeah, wow. 
You know what? It was, actually, it it says it didn't come out until February of '97 in the states. There's no way that came out in early '97. Yeah, I think it might have, but it's there's no the- way. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds right, actually. Oh, Angie Brown did backup vocals on it. What do you know? That's crazy. There's no way that's 97. I'm just realizing this sample games by Chucky Booker. Of course it did. Oh, well, so let's, let's talk about, hold on. One thing that is, was fascinating to me about going back and listening to this music. First of all, um, as with all the older music, going back and listening to good quality with better headphones, some songs you're like, yeah. And some songs you're like, wait, what are they doing? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> um, but I realized I w- there's some songs I was listening to and I was like, I can see in real time and like in my, I can visualize. I was like, oh, right. They took this, dr- they took this famous hip hop drum mm-hmm. loop. They, th- I can hear the sub bass come in. Oh, look on the chorus. They're bringing the melody in like mm-hmm. Montel Jordan. I like, right. When I mm-hmm. heard that, I was like, I could see I w- it, something that I never thought about when I heard this in 1986, but now I listen to it and I immediately, I'm like, oh, that. Plus that, plus that equals song. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, is that how my parents, when I was playing them my music, they were like, well, yeah, this is just old plus old equals new, yeah. you know? But hearing now, I was like, oh, and it's the same for you. Like you listen to Return of the Mac now and you're like, oh, all right, yep. all right, all right. Yep, 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 yep. I, okay. It came out in the United Kingdom and I want to go to London. So I'm putting, I'm keeping <laughs> it on the <my> list. <laughs> you just, you just got back. You're, you're Armand. Euro it's your, <laughs> passports from London. It's Euro J. Oh my God, Euro J. All right, whatever. Okay, so uh, you have two Pony and Return mm-hmm. of the Mac. Uh, yep. Pony would definitely be on my fifteen. Got to be on there. I didn't give that song enough love. Um, revolutionary in every possible way, for sure. Um, Timbaland in '96, right? Um, seemingly kind of out of nowhere, but secretly had been kind of like putting in work with Devonte Swing, and all of a sudden, you're just like, I'm sorry. Huh? What? Yep. Who? Yep. How? Um, yep. It was crazy. Crazy. And we had just, we just talked about Devante on the Tupac episode. Which hasn't, well, by the time people hear this, they will have heard that. And yeah, yeah I mean, so, you know, obviously that's Timbo on the drums for uh, No More Pain. No More Pain, but, yeah. I meant to say, you know, I wonder if the hook to No More Pain was ever taken as a diss i don't think so right because uh because meth is on on the album as well oh he's not method man is on got my mind made up is no it is red and meth i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm tripping my bad it's early it's early it's sunday i kind of like these sunday morning episodes <laughs> but it is early um yeah my bad i was just thinking because it's because that would have been a diss back then if you say I came to bring the pain. Right. The song is called No More Pain. Mm. Like back then, that would be a a, a sub, a, a sub, a subliminal. I mean, much like how you and I didn't realize so much later, Big puts out Who Shot You and LL Cool J puts out I Shot You. Mm-hmm. And we never connected that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never connected it until never connected somebody else that. said something. Yep. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, give me another one because right. so we can, we can talk. Okay. I'm going to take. I got, there's some obvious ones. I just want to get them off the board. This has okay, to be on look. your list. It was okay. the biggest hip hop. I think this has got to be the biggest hip hop record in 1996. Okay. It's the biggest record of this group's career. Yeah. We got to talk about Bone Thugs and Crossroads. Yeah, it's on my list. It has to it's be. on my list. It has to be. It's on my list. 96 for Bone Thugs. They don't even a fish because, uh, uh, is it? Yeah. 
He's, uh, he's 99 Eternal. He's 99 Eternal comes out 94? 95. 95. Yeah. And... So they sort of run through those singles. Were there any singles off that that kind of bled in the yeah, first six? First of the uh, no, 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 because I just looked them up. So they had first of the month. Yeah, and then um, they had another single. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, East nineteen ninety nine was a single, but yeah, sure. but I mean, so cro- you know, Crossroads is is technically a, you know it's it's a remix. The version we're talking about is a remix um, that mm-hmm. didn't get added to the album until much later. Mm-hmm. It. I mean to say it dominated is in a it is putting it mildly you, understatement. You could not escape, you cannot escape this record, and you could not escape Bone Thugs in '96. You couldn't escape the video. The video was everywhere, but then they had kind of like I want to say softened their sound, but they they figured out another lane for Bone Thugs. Like first of the mm. month in 1995 was only going to get you so far. It's a good urban single, right? Yeah. But first with Crossroads and then with a record that for me is an honorable mention and that's Days of Our Lives. Yes. They figure out this, uh, I mean, because they're changing up what they're sampling. That's right? my, oh, that's my Bone favorite. Thugs over, we got some 80s R&B, we could do this. You know, they they, 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 flip, the, they flip the formula they, around. They put, they put much more emphasis on their singing. Yeah. Because if you listen to the earlier stuff, I mean, first of the month is kind of like, Wink, wink, not nudge, nudge. We can sing a little. We can harmonize. But if you look at their earlier singles, uh, I mean, even shoot, even no thuggish, ruggish bone. There's a there's a a girl on the hook. For the love of money, there's a girl on the hook. For the love of money, yeah. Um, so they don't. So, and I think that's in their style. There, there's melody in their style, but I think Days of Our Lives, and I'm sure there's something before that somebody will correct me on. But Days of Our Lives is the first time where somebody where they are really going overt or i'm sorry the crossroads is the first yeah. time where they're going really overt with the melody for sure one, one of the one of the great uh 90s videos one of the great 90s videos intros yeah when has anybody the, ever the sampled them that's in it that'd be an interesting sample. oh mary don't you yeah, yeah, singing, like oh, mary, don't you yeah. Mm-hmm. nah um but uh no crossroads they had, a, they had a classic um do you remember when they performed it at the uh MTV Video Music Awards? I don't. Yeah. It was like, that was, yeah. I mean, MTV had to give them that space because MTV was playing that video every 10 minutes. Oh, like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yep. Yeah. Bon- yeah. Crossroads has to be on there. Yep. I'm with it. Okay. Uh, let me do one more. Um, Where do I want to go? Let's have the Fuji's conversation. Okay. Um, They have three huge singles. They do. Yep. They destroy 96. Huge, just incredible year for for the Fuji's. Obviously, Lauren's the breakout, right? So, like, the real question is, am I choosing Killing Me Softly or am I choosing Fuji Law? Because both of those are are better than, no disrespect to Ready or Not. Ready or Not's cool. It's good. Really good. But, like. People love Ready or Not. I know they do. They really do. I've Um, never been crazy about that song. um, Um, The the video for that is definitely when, when Columbia was like, you need money? Yeah. <laughs> All you need is, why didn't you ask? <laughs> we would have. How much you need? And more importantly, is Lauren okay with this? We want to keep Lauren right. happy. Is Lauren happy? <laughs> mm, okay. I, but when I first made the list, I was like, well, I think it was strictly hip hop. I was like, well, Fujila, right? But killing me softly. <sighs> and it is that perfect. It is like, it is what, almost to a point where like, once we... Now, I mean, once the culture and and everybody kind of figured out, especially for East Coast hip hop, although really Dre was 
and, and, and G-Funk was, was sort of setting the stage for this on the West Coast. But once the East Coast realized, oh, if you sing over a hip hop beat, the sky is the limit. Blend tapes. Right. And so I think it has to be killing me softly. Yep. On my list. Um, it's the song. I mean, like, cause Lauren can rap, right? Of course. La- Lauren's the best rapper in the Fugees. She's also it's the best singer much. in the Fugees. It's, right? it's like saying Michael Jordan is the best player in the Bulls. <laughs> well, I mean, I was, I, Wyclef, you know, at least doesn't embarrass himself. But then when Praz starts rapping, it's really, it's, it's you godish. You know, it's like, it's really like, I almost wait, I was almost waiting, like, are they going to have to drop the beat out for him to catch up? Like, what's, it was bad. At least you God has the mystery of chess boxing. At least he has, uh, 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 Cherche, Lagos. Like, you God has moments. He does. Cross has no moments. Come on. No. <laughs> Electric Avenue? funny, I say he has funny moments. <laughs> Blue Angels and all that. Yes. But it's so funny. Think about it, Doc. And you guys can go back. I mean, I'm sure many of you have heard our Fuji retro, but if not, go to clockradiospeakers.com. Check out our Fuji's retrospective. It's one of the funnier episodes, but if you like the Fuji's, I suggest you don't listen to it. Hey, you know. The Fuji's are so big yeah. based off of three, these three singles. Think about it. Lauren, Lauren's solo career is last. Wyclef, I believe, is first. He's 97. Praz is after him. No, I think Praz... When Ghetto Superstar is 97, right? Early 98. Wait, give, me a, give me a sec, I'll tell you. Because uh, Miseducation doesn't come out until September of 98. You're, so Ghetto Superstar is summer of 98. Okay. Um, but the album... So then when does, when does Doo-Wop come out? Doo-Wop is summer, fall of 98. It's all right at the same time. It's all right all at that time. time. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The group is so big Praz gets a run. I mean, Avenues, it, right? Gets a video. Avenues. I mean, get, I mean, like we're understating and I don't, I don't remember what we said on the show. I mean, I'm sure we gave it its flowers, but Ghetto Superstar is a humongous record. Huge it launches, record. it launches three careers. Uh, it, it, Praz, Ma- Maya gives Maya a lot of credibility, lot gets of her... Years. And then it it does it takes ODB to another place too. It does. So, wasn't uh, never mind. I'm I was like, wasn't cannabis? No, but they that was the MTV Awards where they yeah. performed. I think they performed "Gone to November" and "Ghetto Superstar" like together, right? Wasn't he in silver? Wasn't somebody in silver yes, paint? That was cannabis, and he almost uh, uh no, and I think it was ODB almost like walked into the pyro, <laughs> and Prize like pulled him out at the last second, but. No, 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 no. Fuji La, the beat is amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. The beat is crazy. Um, the video was classic. Watching that video back was a lot of fun. But so was Killing Me Softly. Yeah. Them in the movie theater. I forgot what video, what movie they were watching. But, yeah, it's got to be Killing Me Softly. Got to be Killing Me Absolutely. Softly. Yeah. Absolutely.